There have recently been some updates to China's anti-monopoly law, so we wanted to get an update from our China offices on the topic. This week, we chat with our director in Beijing, Li Peizhang, from the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Li Peizhang is our director in Beijing. Li Pei, thanks for taking some time to chat with us. Hello, Ian. Thanks for having me today. All right. So, could you talk to us a little bit about the recent draft amendment to the anti-monopoly law? The draft was released by the National uh, People's Congress uh, Standing Committee in late October, calling for public consultation. Shortly after its release, USCBC has sent out an initial analysis, capturing the key highlights of the changes compared to the current law to our members and seek for feedback. Obviously, there are a number of substantive changes. But I'd like to highlight two here that are actually referenced from the international best practice. The first one is the、uh, the safe harbor mechanism. The amendment introduced the safe harbor for com- anti-competitive agreements. This means that the agreements between the parties that have a market share lower than a specific threshold to be set by SAMA will not be prohibited unless there is evidence that the agreement has anti-competitive effects. These will largely、uh, adopted、uh, in the antitrust investigation. However, the amendment only includes the principal provisions without further explaining the specific threshold. So we would expect more detailed guidelines will be、uh, needed if the law being passed for implementation. We actually see similar、um, safe harbor threshold for specific sectors.、Um, for instance, in auto, when、uh, Sarma released the、uh, AML enforcement guidelines for auto auto sector. So I think taking that as an example, we would expect that the safe harbor mechanism will be further defined in the upcoming、uh, AML enforcement guidelines for specific sectors moving forward. Another mechanism is the、uh, stop the clock for merger investigations. This is more of a、uh, regulator-friendly provision. Sarma will have the power to suspend the review period、uh, in merger investigation under several ser-、uh, scenarios are、uh, listed in the draft. The clock resumes once the circumstances leading the suspension are resolved. In the current normal review process, especially for those complicated cases, regulators often face a lot of time pressure to make a decision within the review timeline. Often, companies have to seek negotiation with regulators to pull and refile if more time is needed. Such action may also send a negative signal to the market and investors regarding the outcome of the investigation. Thus, having this mechanism in place will allow flexibilities for regulators to suspend the review timeline with a justifiable legal procedure. This is also an international practice, widespread in major jurisdictions, and we think that this mechanism will not have much impact to the majority of the cases filed to summer, because m- most of them are actually went through the simplified procedure, which can be concluded within 30 days. 
However, these may add different level of uncertainties regarding the timeline of concluding the case that are relevant to China's strategic and national interest. Moving forward, I think companies should be better prepared for that, keeping that in mind when they're、um, negotiating the deal. Okay, so that kind of explains some of the recent changes.、Um, on a related note, I think I saw the opening of a new bureau related to anti-monopoly enforcement recently.、Uh, what's new there? So the China、um, China announced a new anti-monopoly bureau last week to confirm to actually confirm the market rumor that uh, China uh, has the intention to expand、um, the anti-monopoly enforcement、um, capacity.、Um, To meet the increasing investigation needs in the framework of AML,、um, these indications was also reflected in the, some of the recent、uh, Chinese government messages at top level, and it was also referenced、um, at the current draft amendments of the anti-monopoly law. All of the all of the indications leads to the conclusion that China、uh, needs to add more stuff. Uh, make the agency more powerful as a priority if China、uh, wants to、uh, wants to、uh, if if China's anti-monopoly law wants to take a bigger role in the overall、uh, economic policy. All right. So what's been changed then with the opening of this new bureau? The new anti-monopoly bureau includes、uh, three and DG level departments: competition policy and coordination departments. And、uh, in addition, there are two、uh, anti-monopoly enforcement departments. All of the three DG departments will be headed by the Vice Minister Gan Ling, who is the number one.、Uh, actually, who is the number one Vice Minister at、uh, State Administration for Market Regulation? The、uh, Competition Policy and Coordination Departments will serve as a、uh, cross-cutting. Um, departments um, driving the legislative drafting,、uh, fair competition review mechanism in tackling the、uh, abuse of administrative power, and、uh, leading the international negotiation with other major jurisdictions、uh, worldwide. And the other two anti-monopoly in,、uh, enforcement、uh, departments will focus on antitrust abuse of、uh, market dominance, as well as、uh, mar- merger and control review. The former anti-monopoly、uh, bureau under Sama was a one DG department, including eleven divisions that covers actually all functions that I just mentioned, and they only have about forty staff, full-time staff that work on all of the anti-monopoly issues. After the expansion to three departments. Um, the enforcement capacities, at least the headcount, could be doubled or even tripled compared to the current、uh, mechanism, or count com- compared to the former anti-monopoly bureau. And perhaps this is the most tangible outcome of this restructure this time. And hopefully, more cases could be done in a timely manner. However, I want to highlight that this is not an independent agency from Summer. The f- the most purpose that、um, for this restructure is actually to allow、uh, agency expansion to add more headcount.
Um, but on the other hand, in terms of international engagement or external engagement, the current structure will add more ways to uh, to its power uh, when uh, negotiating or dial uh, when having dialogue with other jurisdictions worldwide. Mm-hmm. So beyond the sort of restructuring, have there been other updates from the field of antitrust enforcement in China? Beyond the uh, beyond the restructure of the, the agency itself, uh, right after the announcement, uh, Sarma actually released a f- uh, additional forty three cases that are subject to penalty due to its failure of M and A notification prior to its conclusion. These cases mostly involve large internet platform players such as Alibaba, JD.com, Baidu, and Tencent. Um, we understood that in practice, since the AML guidelines on internet platform was released last year, companies are proactively reporting their failures of notification to Sarma to seek remedies. Currently, all penalties subject to a maximum fine of 500,000 RMB without any changes to the structure of the deal itself. This is probably a smart move for those companies um, because if they um, if they are being investigated after the f- the the new law was being passed, uh, the penalty can be very significant according to the current uh, draft amendment, and also the uh, individual liabilities will be also uh, counted and charged for such illegal conducts. So um, I think this is now the end of the AML updates in China uh, compared to other major jurisdictions in EU and US, which they have already more than 50 years uh, um, enforcement experiences. China is just entering um, to its 12th uh, enforcement uh, year uh, of AML. So there's still a long way to go, but I think China is catching up very quickly in terms of um, legislative framework uh, development as well as as capacity building uh, uh, development. So we will uh, continue to pay close attention to those changes uh, and then we'll report back to the audience. Sounds good. We will be looking forward to the update. Thanks very much for this roundup, and uh, we'll hear from you again soon. Thanks for having me today, and uh, talk to you next time. Again, Li Peizhang is our director in Beijing. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can always learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave it a rating and a review, as it will help other people find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week.